Updating. Five, four, three, two, let's roll! I gotta have like a 40 out. I'm ignorant. Call me a hipster. Awesome, dude. She doesn't know that. I do community service, but I'll still buy my chicken. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard. Oh yeah, you specified. <laughs> hey, what's going on? It is episode 178 of the Hey My Man podcast. If that thing's recording, it's 178. Today, today it's Wednesday, June 13th. How many do you think? How many episodes do you think are in the ether? Nine. Nine? Nine or ten. Oh. I think it's under ten, don't you? There was a there, we had a stretch. I don't think there's there ten. Was I was going to say like three to five. Oh like, really? Like full, well, there was ones that happened before. That, that's the like thing. The funniest things we've ever said, like full oh, yeah. episodes that are just lost forever. You know the thing. I I it's as it should be. Yeah, I don't think we've ever lost. There are one now. I, I can't say that. I was going to say I don't think we've ever lost one. We that was a pro, that we wish we wouldn't have lost because mm. it's just not true. But uh, there are definitely topics that I think were great stories that were great that we never went back and told again. I lost the original uh, representation of me explaining what black pedaling was to you. Well, you could, do you remember what it is? Yeah. Cause I, I don't remember it now. So yeah. it could be fresh. <laughs> black pedaling is when you, when you try to talk back something that sounds racist. Like when you say something and you don't mean it to be racist, but then you realize like your choice of words, like, like, okay, that was the wrong subject matter to bring that up. And so then you start to go, well, no, I didn't mean like, I mean, obviously we all like, chicken who doesn't like chicken or you know something like that and you start going well no i mean i have a friend who in junior high loved chicken and like in the next thing you know like you're back you're black pedaling at that point so i i mean i think the first time we brought that up is a good 10 minutes on on black pedaling which is one of my dude it's one of my favorite things to watch people do if you if you like watching people squirm like hang out with hang out with like your mixed group of buddies like where there's like a you know well i don't i don't mean like a like a insurance commercial where there's one of each but like when you you know when you hang out with your friends there's a couple of spang dudes black guy whatever like when somebody says that watching them try to get out of it is it dude it's next to like watching my kids on a swing set it brings me so much joy right wrong or indifferent you know historically quote-unquote tropey it would be like two white guys saying something and then realizing there was a, a hispanic a black person in the room whatever and then they then they, they try to do that but nowadays there's just so much outrage uh, from everybody. Yeah. Black pedal, insert whatever. I know black pedaling will be the term for no matter what culture you're trying to to back out of. I mean, talking about it's sweet when it works out when you're actually literally black pedaling. But I don't have terms for the other ones. Yeah, right. But I'll but, come up with them. Yeah, just give me well, I don't know that you need to. But but the I'd whole like but the whole point is is like you never every, every every time you say anything, you could be in that situation and people. I'm like, what rhymes with Taiwanese? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but i like it it brings me a dude, lot of joy. where have you been for the last i don't know what's it been a month two dude, months i've been getting down to business man dude uh i don't know man just i took a staycation like i took like 10 days off work where i didn't really do any actually i wanted to work one of those wait days. a second so the last podcast you just got back home from a tampa. vacation tampa then yeah, you took another vacation? vacation i took a vacation without my family mm-hmm and then I came back and I did a staycation where – so what I do is without my family, I go to Tampa and I mm-hmm. see crocodiles and uh, I run around and I have a good 
a good uh, time down there. Then when I come back, I go, here's our real vacation family. And then we don't go anywhere. Right. Like maybe like we go see a movie or go to like the water park or something like that. No, but we just did like, you know, it's, it's, you know, working at the textile factory, they shift you around so much that like, it's nice to get a normal, like here's 10 days where I don't need to be anywhere and I can sleep at night and I can get up in the morning and it feels good. I don't have to get up and I don't have to make linoleum. And that mm. feels good to me to just have, you know, 10 days. So I did that. Um, I don't know, man. I had, I had, I had a few, a handful of band gigs that we did. Uh, just do just busy, man. Just every day. You know, I mean, being a, being a good person takes up a lot more time. Nobody told me that when I was a kid. They didn't say like, hey, when you grow up, like, uh, I won't use the term adulting because that's douchey. But like, they don't say like, when you grow up, like, to do the proper thing, it takes forever. They don't talk about how how many of your minutes per day are. Um, I'm just staring alloc- at you until you get allocated. uncomfortable. Apparently, you're not going to. You're just going to keep going. No, <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good for a while. <laughs> I'll finish this dogfish head while you stare. Oh. Uh, so where you been? You're the one. Dude, I was calling you every night saying, let's record. And I you said, I won't ever record with you again. And I was waited. I, I was close. I was definitely <laughs> close, you know, because I, I didn't miss it. I didn't care. Yeah. I didn't care. And I was telling you this before we started recording. I was like, man, you know, part of me wants to get on there. And I know I've done it before when we've taken a break and I've come back and I've said like, well, here's a reason I, we took a break. You rejuvenated. Uh, I mean, no, no not really. Not I think time. I'm still back a little uh, prematurely only because, uh, you know, some, I just felt the need to, to podcast today. Well, you know so, what? You know what? A- answer me this, or I guess just listen to this, <laughs> depending on if it had a question mark at the end. Um, it, with like social media and everyone being so connected that like need for making statements and having them validated, which is what a podcast is. Sure. It's just a narcissist. You know, it's a, it's Except a, for no one validates it because you know, we don't hear back. So we hear back. I but see not you validating ex, it to ex, me right now. Ex, right. You know, not to the right, extent right, that would right. be. No, no, I mean, I, we don't hear back immediately. Right. So, oh. so like if you tweet something, you're going to get something back instantaneously yeah. or, or with it. I'm, I, what I'm, I didn't mean we don't have any interaction. What I mean okay. is, is that okay. like it's unless I see you – we, you know, re- responding, laughing, crying, whatever you're going to do right now, right then and there. I don't go ahead. All right. All right. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but what, what I was saying, what I was, that's fine. What I was saying is that like when your every thought gets interacted with and or validated or critiqued or whatever, the need to set up a specific time to do that again doesn't seem as, uh, obligatory or obligational mandatory you know, like i guess like you when you have a thought and you can instantly share it and get feedback the need to be like let's sit down and share our thoughts um it's a little bit like double dipping you know what i mean and, and part of me just goes well then just stop facebook and twitter and all that and then we'll just do this every week and that would be more healthy um but i don't know that that's going to happen i guess i'm just saying like for when you when you say like when you go i didn't need to come back uh that's what I think of immediately. I'm like, well, you don't need to because your thoughts are getting returned. But, you know, one thing that always sticks with me that you said was this artists have to art or whatever. Artists got to art. Yeah. So yeah. I have not been podcasting, but that doesn't mean I I, I, I couldn't sit still. So you have the band. I'm, I'm not in a band, although I yeah. have all these guitars. Well, <laughs> the band's a separate but, thing too. But, but I'm just yeah. saying like it is, is an outlet for you. And yeah. so some people, uh, I, I, 
I put stickers all over things, and I I I, uh, I made a chalkboard wall in my garage, and I, Saw I, that. I yeah. So oh, was, I didn't know that was in your garage, but I didn't yeah. See it. So see, what I did there's was my point. You could explain to me about your chalk wall, but it's like, well, I did, you know, saw that in the in the world. Yeah. Well, I mean, I, I'm still going to explain it to you, please. After I turn my phone uh, off. Um. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean, artists artists do got to art. So so, uh, how do you balance that? Well, I for me, it's 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 like when you you know you see the cartoon and they and they they stick their finger here and their finger here and their toe here and they're plugging all <laughs> yeah. these holes and then the water comes out of their mouth or you're referring it's, to it's, a dam. Yes, not a person. I, I was going to say a dyke, but but a dam. However, uh, either or. But anyway, <laughs> so the point being is is I turn to uh, I somehow some way. I had this idea that I wanted to, I wanted to do a chalkboard wall inside the house and I wanted to do it like off the kitchen in the mud room just to be like, Hey, so we could write little notes, you know, Hey, make sure you do this. Hey, yeah. grab this at the grocery store or, you know, no, uh, cool. what, what, whatever people put, you know, Hey, a happy mm-hmm. home is here or whatever, yeah. whatever dumb. We don't have it all together, but together we have it all. Right. Oh, but right. put a pin in that. I have a theory on those by the way. But so, so with that being said, um, my wife, at the last minute decided we, that wasn't going to be okay. So I decided to move it out into the garage and I just said, Hey, you know what? Can you, I'd like to get some chalk, chalkboard paint. And she goes, funny at Aldi, you can actually get uh, a quart of it for five bucks. Wow. So I was like, well, we'll get it. You know, let's see what happens for I mean, five bucks. You can't go wrong. Now I never mm-hmm. finished. I, my, my garage is fire taped, which means the drywall is up and they've put tape on there. And they put one coat of mud over the tape, but they didn't and, – and they sanded that first coat, but they didn't put a second coat on to float the drywall. Do you understand what I'm saying? Sure. So for people who don't understand, if you were to put your hand over the drywall, although it looks like unpainted, unprimed drywall, it's still yeah. rough. Your seams I mean, you, have not you, been the, leveled the out. The seams haven't been leveled out. But because I was lazy and just wanted to put a chalkboard up, I decided, ah, screw it. I'll do it later. I just wanted to – I put the chalkboard paint on over it. Sure. So there were some rough areas, but you know everything above and below the tape is fine. Without primer, is what you're saying? Yeah, I didn't even use primer. I just used that okay. as the primer and paint. So that. I put like three coats on. Um, and I did it in 20 minutes. So I was like, "Hey, this is," and immediately it's dry. It's ready to go. You're like I'm really good at this. Yeah, I mean it's <laughs> like I used to do this for a living. Mm-hmm. So um, I started to draw with chalk, like this kid's sidewalk chalk, and I drew like a Princess Peach, and then I do, and so. But, dude, I was – this is at night. It's like 7, 8, 9 o'clock, garage <laughs> open, fan blowing, music blasting, uh, and nobody around. No kids, no wife. It's a perfect example of artist got art. It's a perfect example. It's it's the same as like – I'm racist, like think that about my dad. Like if you put my dad in a room with nothing but like silverware, he would have made like the Eiffel Tower out of <laughs> – you know what I mean? Out of that silverware. He would just be like, well, the silver was just sitting around doing nothing. I thought I'd make something out of it. That's and a so, perfect example. And yeah. so it was strange because initially I told my wife, like, I think it'd be cool because I'd rather have the kids playing outside with all the kids and neighbor than everybody trouncing through the house. So I'll put a chalkboard in the garage and give them something else to do and a, an outlet to draw and erase. And instead of doing it on the because my driveway hasn't been sealed yet. Unfortunately, this construction company, when they when they poured yeah. the concrete driveway, they're like, we, we don't seal it, though. You got to do that yourself. Man, they don't tape the seams. Yeah. They don't seal so, shit. So uh, I Bro, have not. you have a roof, but technically it's not shingled. Yeah, I, I, but it looks 
feet decent. Once I put this chalkboard up, I let my daughter draw one thing on it, and then I was like, okay, you're done. So I used- This is like the time you went roller skating. You were like, you're going to love roller skating. Here, baby, you got to try it out. You let her go around once, and you're like, now watch me soar like an eagle. Exactly. <laughs> and I, I, I did this again. So I started using the sidewalk chalk, <laughs> and I was a like- pattern here, dude. This is very- um, archaic as far as what I can do with sidewalk chalk. But I, I, I did I did pretty well. Then I found out about liquid chalk markers. Wait, wait, do you have like a secret do you have like a secret past of chalk or, of a chalk artistry that hasn't been no, uncovered? I never drew a chalk. But you're like this is like you but you're saying like this is a primitive version of what I can do because the, well, in the, my youth I used to I used to really No, what I mean is like the the chalk, sidewalk chalk is like this big chunky Mm. It's it doesn't you know when you draw with a pen if you You're draw like normally I put M C Escher up here no when, when you draw you need you need a finite edge because you need to be able to draw straight ninety degrees and maybe you know you whatever do. maybe you do but you need edges so <laughs> yeah, you, you, can't, you, you can't the, 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 the top of a chalk looks like it might as well be a salt shaker it's it's not right. it's, <laughs> yeah, it's you, not very it's pointed. A super blunt tip yeah so yeah. with that being and then you got to use the edges and whatnot so that's why what, when people use spray paint and they're good I'm like why would you do that. You know how they do it, right? No, I mean well, I've, seen, did, I've seen two documentaries on it. I still don't you, quite they, get they it. Have, there's different tips that they put on the, the spray paint can that oh. make different patterns. Blow really? like they blow out different patterns. I mean, I assume they had something like that, but or and a lot of them use templates. I so used they to put own a template a documentary up. called Piece by Piece, and I I was like, I don't know these these dickheads <laughs> just keep drawing up markers everywhere they go. And well, made me mad. like uh, the primitive way of doing it, you get a piece of cardboard and and you have a straight ninety degree angle, and you're able to spray paint and use that ninety to make a straight line. You know what I mean? So, yeah, so, so it's almost so, like stenciling. Yeah, yeah it is. Right. So anyway, uh, I, I realized that I could not reach my full potential with these, the sidewalk chalk. So I went online and I found chalk, liquid chalk markers. <laughs> so then I was like, I you literally came and I without being manic. I forbid nothing. anyone of my children to touch. Right. So I drew this picture on there and I don't remember which one it was. Maybe it was the princess peach or after that I did like a, like this, um, skateboard, uh, toy machine, skateboard alien. And my son came out he was going to write like a, a dude that looks like, like Mike th- Wazowski. Yeah. Kind of. Yeah. It okay. was like a pickle. Yeah. And my son was going to write like a thought bubble in a comment and I, I lost it. It was like, get, don't touch it. Get out of here. And he's like, we well, already took a picture of it. it like, was- what are you going to do with it? And I'm like, I'll decide what I'm going to do with it when I decide to do with what I, and he goes, but I, I wanted to come out here and draw with you. And I, could I color in the pants or could I color in this? Or could he's I, like, yeah, no. I thought this would be a bonding. Movie. Pretty much. Yeah, he's like, could I, I, I go, dude, I've come this far and it's like perfect. And I got this wet rag and I'm able to just take, cause you gotta, in order to erase chalk, you, it's very hard to do without having that. So whatever. And with all this, one thing I realize is anybody can laugh or be like, "Hey, it's juvenile." You like I drew the bird from Indiana Beach. I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you saw that one, but it's, yeah, it's like I the, didn't see it. But the, there's more like than the, corn. In yeah, Indiana. like that. Okay. That's stupid. And he's wearing like the red and white bathing suit. He looks like the racist crow from Dumbo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He is one of the racist crows from Dumbo, right? Well, I'm sure he's, he's like, racist. I see the horse fly. I see no robo band. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I see a black elephant. I. But he, I, I he told my son, he said, I'm going to wake that. up in the morning and I'm going to, uh, I'm going to draw something on there. And I was like, no, don't touch it. Just, just kind of leave it. And then I thought to myself, like, what am I doing? What is happening? So what I've decided is, is I'm going to make a new area just for me and then an area for the kids and me. <laughs> to use. What? But why is it every time there's something that you think that you're good at? And even when you're correct and you are good at it, like you do, you're immediately like, you're immediately it, like, it gets worse. You're immediately like, ahead. this is about me. It's got to go. Like, 
like like the I'm 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 trying to run down in my brain, but I know for sure the roller skating pops to mind. I think bicycling maybe there was a thing. No, not bicycling. Uh, uh maybe wrestling a wrestling. hair. Like like you're supposed to hand off the reins a sure. little bit and be like I can't. Like let's see what you can draw. And when she, when your daughter draws a shitty flower, you go, That's a really nice flower. And that's what like you're supposed yeah, I think no, you're I, supposed to do. No, you're right. And that's something uh, I can't do. <laughs> I know, no, no. Listen, my son, my son's at a, he's become an amazing wrestler, and I, I mean, I'm wearing a shirt that I made uh, yeah. for him to support right. him. Um, but I still, I still wrestle. I still tell yeah. him I'm still the best, better than he is. Right. You know. But but in some <laughs> but in some in some ways, not to get too meta on it, but in, in some ways, that is like your type anus is is. Like my way, my be type the, anus. Type, yeah, your type anus. Okay. He's, I, I say, I said tight, right? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. Here's what I. Here's my thoughts on your tight anus. My no. mom still listens. <laughs> Damn it! That's right. She, God dang it. Um. No, like whereas I would like let my daughter draw a flower, and I go, "That's pretty good for a five year old. Like that's nice. Good work. You know what I mean? I'm proud of you. Like, it, I, but it could I, be. But I, but I wonder if the lesson or the takeaway is better. From the way I do it by letting them explore their path or the way you do it by going, no, here's the right way to do it and I'm good at it. And then they can go, well, he is pretty good at it. I should aspire to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Well, there, there's times like, where they, my kid – motivated either way? Perfect example. The other day I sent my child a – excuse me. I sent my child a line drawing of a coffee, a pitcher of coffee because I was having a tough time getting this pitcher of coffee right. I didn't say anything to him. I went to bed. The next morning, he had drawn, colored a pitcher of coffee, cut it out, and put it on the refrigerator. What do you mean, drew coffee? He drew a pitcher of coffee. A, are you saying picture? Like a, a pot, picture? a pot of coffee. Like, like a, when you say a, pitcher, you mean like not a, a picture. container? Yes, a pot of coffee, a glass pot of coffee that would be under a drip pot. Not a picture. A pitcher, a pot. He drew a picture of a. Pitcher. God damn it! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, he drew so, a picture. He drew a picture of a. Of a pot of coffee. Pot of coffee. Yes. Why? Uh, I don't know. I just sent him a line drawing because I Why was using. Why did you send your son a picture? Of I a wanted pot to see. What, I just wanted to see what he would do with the line drawing picture, and he immediately was like, "Well, I assumed that meant that you wanted to see if I could draw it." So I did. What? Yeah. Am I? Am I high? Like I don't. You sent him a picture. Of I a... sent him a picture of a line. <laughs> do you know what a line drawing is? <laughs> no. So a line. A, a, An etch a sketch. A, a picture. Why did you etch a sketch coffee? A picture of a pot of coffee <laughs> would be. A photograph or a, a a realistic pot of coffee picture image. Why is it called the a line, line drawing? drawing? Is just it's just a black a white with black drawing of a, a pot of coffee. Do you understand what that means? Like a, do you don't know why the word lines in there gonna, because it's drawn it's it. drawn with lines. Like it's well, a very simple. It's a very. I'm gonna try like to get line. it up here. I'm gonna my phone. We need we need a third party to like be Google and should be like Ben. Here's a lawn drawing. Uh, Not line. lawn. Damn it. Yeah, but a picture of a lawn. All right. Well, either way. No, no, no. Okay. So you drew so, your son. So he drew it. I just sent him but a picture you... of a pot of coffee, and he just assumed I was sending it to him so he would draw it. And he drew it. Okay. And then I was trying to draw it, and I was like, I can't. He did a lot better than I even did. He drew better than you? Yeah. But I never Whoa. even told him to draw it. So I was, as he pins you, it's over. But we did this thing a long time ago, <laughs> and we've been doing it where he will just be like, hey, let's both draw this and see who draws it better. And I'm always like, let's do it. Let's, let's, you know, and I, 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 and do you smash him? Oh, without a doubt. Yeah. But 
I this is how I learned to draw. Well, let me tell you about my. Buddy. I learned to draw from my grandfather, who was like one of the most uh, loving and caring and uh, w- w- encouraging people. So I guess it's completely opposite of the way I'm doing things. It's the opposite of yeah. your dad. So you so no, not my dad. My it, dad. But shouldn't it skip a generation? My dad only drew uh, cubes. The uh, <laughs> the cube, the sil- the 3D cylinder. Look, son, this is cube. Stop being a gay and get out there and wrestle. <laughs> you, you, you know what? The same thing that everybody draws: the dice, the pop can, the uh, mailbox. Any the, the, there's like four different shapes that he you can like. He was into 3D make. objects. Yeah. Well, you know, saying? anytime anybody doodles, that's like the typical doodle. What's your doodle? <laughs> uh, my doodle is. What's your go-to doodle? A cartoon character, specifically from Tiny Toons. Is it? Yeah, but they're bad. Okay. Do you ever do you ever nail one? And Dude, go like my draw that? my drawing the apple fell so far from the tree. My drawing, like literally drawing, is so bad that my brothers keep them to show people later and be like, "Hey, dude, look at what my adult brother." Well, you like it, it? always involves somebody with a backwards hat on a skateboard. This like, and it's like no one's proportional at all. Ten to fifteen years ago, I was having a conversation with Chencho, a buddy of mine who owns Forty Fifth Street Tattoos. Mm-hmm. Okay, and we were talking about music and he's like, uh, at the time I was probably, I don't know if I was still in a band, but you know, he, he knew I played music and he's like, man, I wish I could play music proficiently. And I asked him, I said, and I think I talked about this before on the podcast. If you could give up all your talent for art, the drawing art or painting art, because he paints and tattoos and draws, um, for the ability to be proficient at playing music, would you? And he said, yeah, I would. And I thought that's crazy. That seems dumb. That's crazy because to me, I would give up anything to be able to paint and draw proficiently. Yeah. I don't know why. But but when you draw, like you can't entertain people in real time is the only only drawback. That's the only drawback other than that. But But you can keep it and look at it later. I can write a song. It could be a shitty song. You know what I mean? But you can hear it a hundred times. Be like, yeah, it's still shitty. Like, I just think it's almost like you know how you're in a band and the drummer's always like, as soon as you take a break, he's up trying to play the guitar. It's like, dude, you're just play the drums. It's not what it's you just do. Just bro. Not, yeah, it's yeah. Not what you do? Yeah. I don't know, but I, I was I will always. This conversation will always stick with me because he was like, oh, dude, I would love to be a musician. I, I, if well, I could you, have you the... trying to draw better. I don't know if I ever told you about. I told you about Fuzz, my buddy Fuzz, mm. my best friend growing up. I his, had a nice his, picture with Fuzz. His dad Wally. Uh, we used to like. Like we'd go to like their church and play basketball and stuff, and or or the or we go to like Morton Elementary like and play basketball outside of the court. And his dad would never like usually people's dads you know kind of like they guard them loosely when you're playing basketball and they get a full shot cross. off. <laughs> yeah, full, yeah, they start like you come in the paint, your ass is mine. <laughs> right? They start they, they're they're hammering them, they're kicking them in the dick like Draymond Green. <laughs> so, uh, but we would play with Wally, and Wally would like let you get by him. And because he was, you know, obviously a foot and a half taller than us, he'd let you sneak by. And when you went for layup, he would just cream your ball into, like, the next neighbor's yard. He would just smear you and just be like, like, not in my house, boy. Like, he was just like, not only would he beat us, he would beat us in ways where, like, we can't out physically. We can't out uh, right. uh, physically. We can't, we can't, we can't beat you with physicality is a better way to right. say it. Like, he would, like, he would, he would, like, um, like a power forward does, like, when they, they, uh, what do you call it? When you, like, back someone down uh-huh. in the post. Like, he would just keep backing you down to his underneath the rim and then just put it in. Like, he would right. literally do this. So we thought we were pretty good for 12 years old, but he would demolish us. And but, and it was – it was and and I think he was like, hey, I'm just teaching you how, like, the real world is or but, something. And, and 
I know you. That's you, like you, you, look, back, you look back at that lovingly, board. but I also think to myself, no, I don't. I mean, when kinda. you when you when you did when you win, it's the sweetest because you know it's a genuine victory. Even when we me and my kid play video games, like we we're playing Call of Duty, he's like he's begging me to play, and and he's got like one of the newer ones. And I said, yeah, man, like I I don't I don't play this newer Call of Duty. Like back in my day, I was playing like uh, whatever it was, Call of Duty Four. Uh, I like said, the I used to be really World War Two or something, uh, World at War or whatever. And yeah. I said, uh, I used to be really, really good at it. Like oh, when he right. was born, I was I would hold him in my lap and be playing it because all the guys I work with were, were like a one team and we'd all oh. play. You know, like you play with hockey. Did you play online still? Yeah. Okay. And this was like probably the first game I ever played online. And uh, yeah, other than computers, so he, I was like, oh, okay, I was beating him, but but being very judicious about it. I wasn't like being an asshole. And then he was talking. He started getting mouthy. In this new game you were beating him? In the in the old games. We downloaded the old one. I was like, I'll play it. But I'm like, I want to play the old oh, one. Oh, my terms. You're like, I'll so, do it, but I'll do the one right. I'm good. <laughs> so I put, I put on my headphones and I lit. I like, so I could not hear him talking. I couldn't hear. All I could hear was just some, some motorhead and, 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 and dude, I, I was like 27 kills above him. And it was just, I was just like, just, just. So the basic gameplay has not changed so much to where you couldn't go out there and no, the, no, the the interface is exact. The controls are the same. It's just you oh. know the, the, the guns are different. The, so it'd be levels, like if I played my kid like the, Golden Eye, I yeah, like, just like that. Okay. But, but like in this, I know every single map back and forth, and and <laughs> yeah. I knew the places you can like. Oh, I knew all the you know, all uh. the tricks and and this and that. And, the, and I was proficient with this certain kind of gun with it's it. depressing. The AK as lazy or the, as I am. the M sixteen not... with the ACOG and the. Uh, so, but but I can't play any other ones. But that's what I do is I specifically only play the ones that I know. Mm-hmm. You know, you I always set it up like that. Why wouldn't you? Don't play um, a game that I you. I mean, well, I guess there's reasons, but they're big and they're philosophical. So it gets a little crazier before we get back to you and your life. Uh, Not only so, what are we since doing? Probably, I don't know. The last five years on the low. My brother bought my my brother bought my son one year. He was like, "What do you think he wants for his birthday?" And I'm like, "I don't know, whatever." Like he doesn't really have any specific thing. And I think I tried to encourage my kid, just like everybody does. You know, I, I gave him like he's wearing a couple like punk rock T-shirts when he's a baby, and, he, yeah. and you know, every idiot does sure. that shit. So I told my brother, I was like, well, you know, I mean, he's never had like a, or my brother may have asked me like, what about a skateboard? And I was like, oh, dude, it's got to be like a legit board though. Like I, he won't own Nash or Veriflex. Like you got to, you got to come correct if you're going to buy him a board. Like it's got to be like a pro model, you know? Why? Just, I mean, it's embarrassing. And my brother, we, we're the same way. So he understood like you, you're going to get no, when <laughs> I was a kid, just like you, you don't want to get good. And then just like when I, when I was a kid, like my parents were like, well, we'll go, we'll go get you the, the, the Veriflex at, at whatever the store venture Would veriflex be the one that was a venture or whatever yeah and it was yeah it was the one that came fully assembled already in the like box. if somebody gave you a tony hawk deck you're good though yeah okay. absolutely all right but what but what but you have they to, had lime green tape just asking i don't care about that they had you, you'd have to have like back then you would buy the entire complete deck it would be in a cardboard box adventure if you went to the skate shop, you'd be like, "I want those trucks, I want those wheels, I need I these bearings." That place in Highland, I thought on Kennedy or some shit. There was like a skate shop over there. Or some Highland, maybe maybe Torrance. There was a oh, Bad Boys Toys. No, yeah, in Lansing. There was a specific like skate shop growing up in in the, in the region. I can't remember where. Maybe well, it was Lansing. Yeah, Bad Boys Toys. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It had a skate. It had there... like old skate area. Had like, and then it went. And it moved to um uh, paintball. paintball guns? Yeah, yeah, maybe. 
Was there a small place that was real, real small? Well, there was Skate Hut, which is now the uh, the uh, the water ice place or the uh, the the what's maybe that? that I remember going to somewhere that was like real. It was it wasn't this very place big. was tiny. It was it was it was what's the uh, the the ice place that the ham and Jody's Jody's, Jody's but it's the ice. it's the monster it's the monster location used to be Skate Hut. It might have been it, dude. That might have been. Skate and then Hut, there was, where I got my Tony Hawk tag. There was the Schwinn the Schwinn shop in Sherville, and then there was also um, the. Uh, the uh, Calumet City Schwinn in Calumet City. Hmm. But yeah, it was one of those. And I remember my sister went to California and I was like, hey, since you're out there, do me a solid. When you meet Tony Hawk. No, I was like, when, yeah, when you meet Tony Hawk, tell him I said, first of all, sweet haircut. Second <laughs> of all, I'm working on my haircut. I'm trying. Right. And third of all, uh, I can't, I'm trying to work on an Ollie. But no, she picked up Goldwing tracks. Trucks. Trucks. Yeah. She picked up Goldwing trucks for me and brought them back like in her suitcase. And I was like, oh, they, they were from California. So for me, like, I was like, these are legit. Like, they're from... <laughs> you didn't even want to put them on the board. I didn't go to, like, Lansing, okay? Right, right. This shit is from the right. beach. Well, so... And I sucked so, at So, my, my brother bought... My my brother and his wife bought my son this World Industries skateboard, and it had, like... I, I don't know what it's got on there. I think it has a World Industries... All, all the gear. So, a complete deck, their wheels, whatever their... Uh, whatever the setup was. But... It's different than when you, like I said, when you go to venture and you buy the board in the cardboard box, it's, it's all garbage. The, first of all, the board is made of like birch. It's not maple. It's like oh, some kind of hard yeah. flat. It has zero. It's, it's not concave at all. It's today, got no like tail. How mass producing crappy they are. Yeah. Uh, I, I would, and the wheels are almost like rubber. They're not polyurethane. They're, you know, they're hard, hard plastic. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's no good. Anyway, when I first Christian got, Slater and Gleaming the Cube would never have any. When I got my first skateboard, that's what it was. Was one of these like a Veriflex skateboard, and it wasn't. It wasn't long until like probably my dad was like, "Hey, you know, like learn to do a trick on it." And if you if you hold on to it for like two weeks and you're still interested, or a month, then you know maybe I'll get you a new skateboard when your birthday or whatever comes around. And I took to it, and that's all I did forever. I mean, did that from the time I was like nine years old or ten years old to the time I was like twenty something, oh, wow. twenty something. Wow. Uh, every day, all day. That's it. You know, that was my whole life. Watch it when I wasn't skateboarding. I was watching videos about skateboarding. Wow. I was drawing pictures of skateboarding. We I was those fingerboard Australian brothers that came over here. Who there was that documentary? And those two Australian dudes that came here and like dominated, and then one of them they started doing heroin. Oh yeah, yeah, I saw that. Um, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, like, it wasn't yeah, long yeah. after like Christian Hassoy and the, yeah, he had a documentary too where he was also uh, getting wild yeah. air, getting wild air. Yeah. But anyway, so so on the sly, I my my kid took the skateboard out like five times and was like, "Yeah, this sucks. I'm not into it." Ugh. But I was always I used to have an unattached garage in the back of the house and like you know drop the garage door down and do my thing, whatever. <laughs> and there was a picture years ago where I was doing a kickflip in the driveway and I posted it. Awesome. And uh, I think my wife took the picture. And so I've been on the low. And, you know, in the last – since February, I've been on a diet. So I, I lost a, a lot of weight in, in that amount of time. And, and I've I've been feeling a little bit better and I'm feeling a little bit more active. So What are you down, do you want to say? 32. Holy shit, really? So, yeah. I, good, I, haven't worked, I haven't worked out yet. So that's, awesome. that's how poor I was eating. <laughs> that's amazing. But anyway, so um, – I started skating again, and I'm I'm almost 42. I see that you're you're in nostalgia world right now. Oh, I mean, like so you're... I broke. I finally broke this deck. But you didn't just start skating though. Like, no, you got to go on the real. Like what? You got you got you got deep. Well, hold on. So I <laughs> I broke the deck, and then um, 
I went by up coming to, down on it too hard. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so then I I went to uh, I, I I went online and I was going to order from California Cheapskates because that's how I used to get my that's how I used to get it done. Mm. Uh, after a while, and because I was breaking boards a lot, and it's like you always had to I had one coming. Um, and so anyway, then I saw that the Highland Board Shop, which is next to Growlers, changed their name to Region Rat Skate Shop. Okay. And it just so happened I was like looking through Instagram and I'm like, well, shit, I'm going to cancel my order from California Cheapskates. And I had ordered, uh, I had already ordered like a Chris Jocelyn pro model. Like I, I was like, that's the, that's the deck, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> and so this was on Saturday and it was going to take me, f- I think 48 hours, like two business days. So I was going to have to wait Sunday and then by, it wasn't coming until Wednesday. And I'm like, nah, I'm on a tear right now. So I look. You don't have two days. You got to shred. Yeah. So I immediately uh, shred. I had to go into work for a couple hours on Sunday until two, and I know that uh, Region Rat was open until five. So I immediately came home, changed, grabbed my kids, and uh, I told my wife, "I was like, dude, I got to go buy a skateboard." Where did they move to? Give them a free plug. They're right next to uh, Grindhouse in Griffith. So they're in Hipster Square. Yes. Hipster Straits makes sense. Hipster Straits. Straits. Well, it's not a square. Straits implies a little rundown. Does it? Straits Im- to me, straights implies like, like how about hipster like Skid alley? Rose near and Skid hipster Rose. alley. It's a I like square. Okay, but anyway, Just the way I found so it. I went in there and uh, I was there was a couple of dudes buying the boards, uh, getting set up while I was in there, and then uh, it's a smart move. I, I met, move. The owner was in there. I talked to him. His name is Joe. Super cool guy. And immediately, like, I was explaining to my kids, like, this, that, and the other thing. And I was like, hey, I told my daughter, I was like, pick any board here. And I was like, man, I know I'm going to end up with a My Little Pony <laughs> graphic. You told your something. daughter to pick a board? Yeah, but then I changed my mind. I was like, nah, I'm going to pick one. Because <laughs> I, I was like, well, hey, what's going to be the most, what's going to be the easiest way to sell this to my wife that I went out and bought a skateboard at 40, almost it's 40 years old? It's better off that you say, like, I bought I three. said, what is the cheapest board you have? And he goes, well, we have the... Uh, these like mini labels that basically are they're the same quality but they don't have like a, a team rider on them there's no graphic it's just a plain board with like a, a tiny little logo so you know what i mean you don't pay the extra yeah. money because it's right. a, it's a team rider or whatever right. so 30 bucks okay got a new board 5 bucks for grip tape he put the grip tape on while i was standing there and then um we sort of uh, we kibitzed a bit about skateboarding and another guy came in and i was talking about you put how, the emphasis on the second syllable you kibitzed. Mm. You didn't kibitz. No, I kibitzed. Okay. All right. So Mental note. We, Mental note. It can be kibitz. We were talking about uh, skateboarding and uh, historic, you know, I was like, oh, you know, I sort of like showed you my age, but I was nostalgic. in my element. But I'll tell you this. I used to be jealous of Gabe because I thought to myself, <laughs> the guy who owns Gabe Grindhouse, yeah. I, I, I was like, man, this guy has it all. And I'll go in there while I'm working sometimes and grab some coffee. And I'm like, what it must be like to come in. Draw on the chalkboard, make up some coffee, chill all day, drinking coffee. Now, he doesn't chill all day. He, he, he works his ass off. I'm just me, saying, yeah. like, uh, for me, in right. my fantasy, right. me and a couple of buddies would open up a coffee Sit shop. Sit around smoking and joking. We would smoke cigars mm. and drink coffee while the guys we paid made coffee for other people and then waited on them and hand and foot and treated them with much respect. And we'd have a really cool look and we play really cool music. And At what like, point do you weasel in the chance to make fun of the customers? Like when they come in and be like, 
You want that? Like, would you want milk in it too, you sissy? Well, I sort of figure it would almost be set up like if you you've ever seen Donnie Brasco when they're in like the, they're in their little like uh, their little cl- the club that their gang hung out at, and yeah. they're just playing cards all day, smoking cigars. Right. They're really not doing anything. Right, right. That's what I would be doing. Right. Other business would be happening around. Is there a chance you can you can? Fit and I would be some talking about the customers. But yeah, that's what I would be doing. But I'd okay. be in a back area. All right. So I'll I was, hang out at your table if I can judge. I was Otherwise, I don't, I don't want coffee that much. From the minute I went into Grindhouse and I saw what, what Gabe had going on, I was like, dude, totally jealous of this guy. Like, he gets to come in every day. And in my my <laughs> idea is stress-free life, opens a business, total chill business, everything's cool. It doesn't seem like there's any stress there at all. It's the most relaxed atmosphere. Mm. Everybody's super nice in there. Everybody's really professional. And, and I've never had anything but, like, the best experience there. I, I couldn't speak more highly of the place. At however, Rat Skates however, Grindhouse, which one at Grindhouse. We... However, okay. then I went to Region Rat Skates and I'm like, dude, this guy, this guy's got it all. You're like, this is dude, it. he can sit around with his fingerboards and, and what customers aren't there, like skate on the on the countertops, talk about skate wheels. Hold on, hold talk on, about, hold on. Yeah. What's a fingerboard? It's a skateboard that you manipulate with your finger. Z- Hold There's on. little ramps hold and little. On. Hold on. Hold Dude, on. where were you in the in the in the late eighties, early nineties? Well, hold I should on. say early nineties. It's, it's a skateboard that is right. the size of your finger. Well, I mean, it's this. I don't know. It's the size of like a band aid. But it's a miniature skateboard. Yeah. And what do you? Do? And it has grip tape. What do you like, do with grip... it? What do you? What do you do? With your I mean, it'd be like a skateboard. fidget. It's like a fidget spinner for skateboarders. I don't know. It's been they've been around forever. Do you do like, do you do like the McTwist? But in my day, do you like? Do you do like? I feel I feel like a little condescension here. From a guy who dressed up again as a king to watch. <laughs> but but you just put your finger on the skateboard and you're like, oh, well, dude, sick move, bro. I'm going to get you like- one. I'm going to get you one. You're going to see. <laughs> but let me finish my story. So ultimately, you could be in there and you could be watching skate videos all day. Oh, okay. Putting grip tape on grip tape on skateboards, That's cool. setting up people's skateboards, Sweet. talking about skateboarding, <laughs> selling shirts with skateboard stuff on them. Yeah. And... You could probably sell coffee there too. Oh my! He God. does. He sell, they, you know what they sell the uh, if you marry small town coffee company uh, shred the nar. They have their own. They uh, better not fuck around. If they better not mess around and sell coffee next to Grindhouse. It's all okay. That's hipster, worked it out. hipster crime. They've dude. worked it out. Someone's going to end up dead. You it's mark my words. It's you not heard it here on whatever episode <laughs> this is. If there's a dead, if there, yeah, if there's a dead body in Hipster Square, it's going to have to do with coffee. Well. All I'm saying is I don't know who to be more envious of because I feel like I know I forget about the stress of, of keeping a, your small business open and all that good mm. stuff. And I'm telling you this three years, if you make it three years, you're okay. I feel like everybody should go out and buy a skateboard. Yeah, maybe I will. Why not? I mean, I'm not for Dexter, at least. But why not? At least it was funny because they goes. He said, "Is this skateboard for your daughter, or because I had told her she get to pick, or and, and or for you?" And I go, "Well, I was going to pretend it was for her, but you know, yeah. ultimately, yeah. I'm by it's it's a little too big, so you know, it's for me." But I asked my son today, so I was in the garage before you came over skating, and then I said, <laughs> "Hey, uh, do you think maybe we could go to the skate park and you could film me?" Or he goes, "He goes, I don't really, I don't know how to skate," and I go, "No, I just need you to film me." My what wife you- goes, "He's not your, he's not your girlfriend, your your lame girlfriend." I go. 
<laughs> Dude, you don't understand anything in the skate culture. The guys who film and and take pictures, the skate photographers, Those are, are, are well respected because they're skateboarding with Skating a camera too. in their hand. You skate not, next to them with the with yeah. The camera. They're not some beat off like in the early days where I would like I had like a, a rail slide bar and I I posed for a picture and I told my buddy hurry take the picture real quick and then we'll, we'll make it look like an action shot. No, no this is like legit. legit. Yeah, yeah, it's legit. Yeah. So skate photographer, I bet you they're pulling ass like left and right. What are you gonna What are you gonna do with these with these videos? I don't know, dude. I just have I just have like I you know, know I, I get I've so seen, manic. I've, I've seen the coffee obsession. No, dude, I want a timeline. Like, like you know how in the movies, like the crime movies, they show like here's it's gonna be a picture of me. It's gonna be like, here's Dave. And it's gonna have like you on the board, and then there's gonna be a red like uh what what are these a like, yarn or something? Yeah, it's gonna be red string, and it's gonna go. Here's small town coffee, and it's gonna like go out from there, and then I'm gonna have it branch out another way. This all started with small town coffee, it, you know. And I'll tell you, no, this, no, not all of it, because what? before that, it was something else. Well, I'm hold sure on, sure, it was something else. And I'm this is where I'll mark this though. Small town coffee started the progression because that's what started my weight loss journey. Because I started to drink black coffee because I told myself, well, I like coffee, but I drink it with cream but and this sugar. Coffee shit's out of control. Hold dude. on, You're posting coffee every five minutes. I drink now black coffee, and I am like you are with craft beer. But with coffee. I can see that. So so I supplement meals with coffee. Whoa. I drink so much coffee from so many different places that like You're like I had I had a Bolivian for lunch. Without a doubt. Without a doubt. I wow. had Steam Whistle, uh the Mexican Oaxaca for lunch today, and I had <sighs> smugglers really... barrel aged uh for breakfast. Tell me this. Tell me this. Can you like when I okay, I'm drinking a dogfish head Lupa Luau IPA, right? It's got a little bit of coconut, ba 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 boo, hopes, uh, hops, <laughs> hopes, fuck me, uh, hops, <laughs> coconut water. <laughs> I've had a couple today, uh, IPA, yada yada. It's got now when I drink it, I can taste some of these things it mentions, and no. I go, all right, I can taste some of that. But like, if you blind tested me, I'd be like, yeah, I pick up one or two of those. Okay, when you're no, when you're drinking these, uh. AK-47 coffee, AR-15 coffee, Bolivian hookah book or whatever you call it. When you're drinking them, are you like, ooh, wait a minute. There is some is – that, is, that is that a cherry currant I'm tasting? Like, I feel you like there's no way of answering like this coffee? without being – no, absolutely not. You I do mean, taste it kind of. Well, and that's why I told – remember before I told you I figured out my premium my, – my, my, the temperature I needed to be at is <laughs> 112. Yeah, I figured out – the crazy level you guys need to be. I mean, this is because it's you were coffee high, and so you start. It's it doesn't almost get you high. It's caffeine. I'm telling you. All right, here's the thing. Until you've you have no idea what you're talking about because okay. I would have felt the same way. Uh, me, 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 and and the guy I work with were talking about it the other day. We're like, dude, could you imagine? We're both maybe three or four cups in, and we're like, could you imagine right. that there were, we were living a life for over 40 years where we had no idea this was out there? It's crazy. Do, do you think it's appropriate to be as excited about coffee as you are? Like as, yeah, like, as a human being, like if an alien came down and be like – and they were like looking don't at us they like say everything's like, good in moderation. Into it. Yeah, but you don't You're moderate the same way anything. About, about, no, I don't. I'm the king of moderation, but I stick I do with a little it. bit of everything. My dad, which I, makes me not very special. When I got my first electric guitar, my it was a, it was a Series Ten, a, like one of these, you know, like service merchandise, the best mm. one you can get at service merchandise. But it still was a service merchandise Sweet. guitar. Sweet. I bought it off Shred. another guy, a, a friend of my nar. brother's had had the guitar. 
he was really going to be all about it. He had a guitar, amp, case, chords, everything. So you got a cheap guitar. And then he decided he didn't want to be all about it. So I bought it mm. off him. And then I told him, I got in a band and I was like, dude, I can't be in a cool band with this, this lame yeah. guitar. Shit's weak. So um, the neck was all crazy thick, and I just the action was like it, it just there wasn't much you could do. A with real it. You dude play this like, guitar. Oh, no way it helped. Right. Now okay. you know damn well Steve Vai could get on the thing, but but well, I'm just saying he wouldn't. <laughs> a, <laughs> Given normal, a, a normal real dude would. So uh, bottom line, my dad was like, "All right, if you could play, this is what he told me: if you could play the Jimi Hendrix version of the national anthem, I'll buy you a new guitar." He didn't say like. Do George Thorogood right now and we're talking. No, he didn't. That's I don't great. know. For him, Jimmy Jimi Hendrix's national anthem is what he wanted to hear. Well, so he's, I, he's got a point. That's, I played, that's I played a, a, the bastardized version of, I mean, I'm not Jimi Hendrix, but I played just as good as anybody else played the national anthem. Were you anthem. feeding back and shit? Like, oh, yeah. And I had a wah pedal and, you know, but, but oh. I had very primitive amp. Yeah, so and like, that's pretty cool, dude. Whatever. That's pretty badass. So then I mean, my, that's a good song. My dad surprised me with that strat right there, that custom strat. But it, so he picked it out. The red one? Is no, it? the black. That's black one here next to the hollow body. Oh, yeah. He, and, and, and it's it's marble. It's gold marble. You could pick it up and look, if I could want to get up and get it, but it's it's not very cool. It's not very cool at all. Like the design on it's like this is not punk. Like there, there's this just just not. But he bought you custom strat too. Yeah, no, that's, he did. That's badass. And just when when you when touch you play, it, when you're you like, play it, you're like, oh, this is a whole another level, dude. Like I think I'm better than I thought I was. Yeah. yeah. Then yeah, I, yeah. but then I I peaked again, and, or I mean, you know, I whatever. leveled off and whatever. But you're like, I'm playing three. My three, whole point is chord punk songs. So it doesn't I'm, matter. I'm 42, and I still almost 42, and I still play guitar to this day. So. I started skateboarding when I was like nine or 10 and I still skateboard now. I, you know, I, I wrestled and I did karate and I'm still, I bought this monstrosity of a, so when, when I say I'm manic, it's not like I get into something and then I buy all the stuff for it and I don't do it anymore. But can I get deep on you? Yeah. Why aren't well, you, and not too deep, looking, not too deep where you put my ass to sleep. So deep. Can I, get ice right. cube? I don't want to get all ice right. cube deep on you. But all right. What, when are you looking forward? I don't know. I mean, what do you Cause, mean? Because you're looking back at skateboards. Yeah, no, you're looking yeah. back at wrestling. I feel you're like looking back at guitar. I feel like, like the skateboarding. Like, there seems like there was a 15 year period or so, which we all have, that that you're getting down in all your favorite shit. Yeah, no. And now, like we know you like 80s movies and stuff, but like, is it? And this is why it's deep. Like, at what point do you go, like, I'm going to stop looking to do the remakes and I'm going to write a new script? You know what I'm saying? I don't know. Because I think there's stuff left undone. Yeah, but you know why I mean? is it like, not th- undone in a forward direction? I don't know. Why, why can't you not unearth the fact that you like some new like, whatever? Hey, like progress into inline skating or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, why cool, have you not but... become a roller derby team I member? feel like skateboarding like grow your own arabica i got (laughs) at a certain point in time i got serious uh my now wife was like yeah skateboarding's for losers you're not doing that anymore and i stopped skateboarding you winners she's right yeah no but she meant for me and my friends (laughs) she goes (laughs) your friends are losers and um you're a loser well, or you potentially are going to be a loser. But one of my good buddies, one that she did like, he was, he got sponsored. So I was like, well, ass. he, but she's like, yeah, but you're not him. <laughs> so it is what it is. Like, right. But here's, but here's where since, since we already said everybody gets interaction from Twitter and stuff, here's where we get to go long form in it. I would like to hear from 
listeners. I do the same thing, and I have the exact. How same- many forty-one-year-old guys do you know that can skate? How many forty-year-old forty-one-year-old guys do you know that can kick, flip, heel, flip? Can do. Uh, not that those are the greatest tricks in the world, but one I mean, allegedly. Okay. So then, then, so. Know, you- well, if you you could watch the videos, but but uh, I, I made sure to document. I'm not doubting you, I just have it until I see it. But but my whole I saw point you is, kick is a like, chain off of, of a ceiling fan. Which I know is pretty. Yeah. Dope. See, so uh, my whole point and I is like bet money you couldn't do it. Most people can't do that. I'm yeah, only no, plus. I'm only sweet. five seven. So I mean, it's, it's you were in worse shape then when no, you did it. No, without a doubt, I'm never going to kick the thing. That was pretty amazing. So so my, like my two years ago, I'm still <laughs> impressed by it. So my my point is though. These are things that, like, I go, like, I could do them well, and they're they're those things that I can I can always rely on those particular. I know, things. but you know I'm, what I'm saying I would like, like to hear from people that listen to the show. And what do they want with... me to do next? Are we going to mm-hmm. do like uh, uh, an idiot abroad where you send me on uh, a, a different <laughs> excursion? That, well, here's well, there's two schools of thought. One I'm is the American Carl is... Pilkington. <laughs> one is I just <laughs> one is I would just like to hear. What do you still yearn to do or, Write a book. or attempt to do that like you – not not you. I mean like listeners. Oh. <laughs> like what – for you that are listening, what is it that you like used to mess around with? Then you had kids or something and you couldn't do it and now you're like, I'm getting back on the horse. Like be that. Uh, like for me, I've got this thing where the past three months I've argued about 45 minutes per day. With my wife about like, I'm doing jujitsu. I'm doing it. I'm doing it. And I know I'm going to go and I'm going to get beat up and I'm probably going to break my arm like the first day. And I was like, but I don't care. I want to do it. Uh, so I've had that re- repetitive argument. So that's that's my thing is like I wrestled a little bit in junior high and I got hurt right away. And so then I started swimming and I never looked back. Eats away at me. Mm. Maybe similar to you. Not you, you got to flourish a bit more with your skateboarding. But I have that thing where it's like, well, I never really got to roll around and fight as much as I wanted to. I didn't get it out of me. So so at almost 40, I'm going to do it now. I would like to hear from the people that listen, what is it that you did, had to stop because because adulting, am I right, Twitter? Uh, and then now you want to go back and dab. I think you, you made me realize a lot of my my mania in these categories is, is due to being the last man standing because that's sort of a trophy in itself. Right, like you guys so, are all posers. You quit. You were just doing it as a fad. I'm about it. I'm about that life. In a way, but, I hate that term. But I also but, go okay. Yeah. I can't skateboard down my driveway. I have to skateboard in the garage with the door closed because God forbid a neighbor see me and I have to explain why I'm 41 years old on a skateboard. It's a little. It's a little ridiculous. But is it? Or can you just go like, this is cool. Why aren't you doing it? Why? Why okay. are you sitting there watering a, a, your driveway? A perfect example. When of I'm this. doing something awesome. So, our a, a friend of ours. This guy Adam was telling me that he he's like yeah you know uh, I'm I'm thinking about getting a skateboard too man I'm gonna get a longboard <laughs> and it? I said longboards are for douchebags don't get a longboard oh. and he's like well how old do you yeah twenty years he's ago, like how old do you now. think is too old for a longboard and I was like being born is too old for a longboard it's, it's eleven it's, it, it sucks <laughs> no, just longboards are 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 plus. He's like no, six dude, foot they four. Sucked, they sucked back then, but they're cool now. I don't think they're cool. You're, you're not adapting. Okay, so my thing is, is that I'm not, ad- I'm not adapting. I'm not evolving. Because I go like, that's not punk rock. What's cool is to fuck to be. Yeah. What What was cool when I was. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I'm, I'm back. You're you're fucking time capsule. Right. That's what I'm telling you. <laughs> right. Like so. But I could so, not evolve into riding a cruiser down the street. It's stupid. 
It's dumb. I just don't like it. So then I texted him. I said, or he saw that I posted on Instagram that I bought a board, and he's like, "Dude," he goes, "Did you check out the longboards?" I'm like, "No, dude. I told you." I'm not but see, long shit on his streams. Let him longboard. I know, I know, but Let I can't. I, I was like, "We'll never. We can't skate together if you're on a longboard." Dude, just, no. Yeah, because the the girls at the malt shop will look at you crazy. <laughs> you look, hey, but it's but it, I got a two faceted thought on this. Is one, if you're listening, what did you give up that you want to get back into? And two, what to get Dave out of his circular uh, circadian rhythm. Uh, those are all wrong words. To get him out of his rut, what should Dave take up? Give him something new so he's not rehashing real. The old. No, don't, real. Yeah, don't, don't don't make me do something. No, if they're no, well, I don't know, but I just mean like I would like to hear somebody be like, dude, you never like. Okay, Joe Rogan. My got hacky it. sack game was strong at a certain point See? in time, but I'm not going back. No, to I, that. I you, promise you, I will not go back. Like, to it's got to be a certain kind. <laughs> I will not like, go back. This brand to that. is bullshit. The I beads fall out, yeah. bro. These aren't like you'd have to wear corduroy pants. <laughs> I never did like, that. <laughs> so. You'd be like, dude, these uh, like you guys are cheating. You're doing it with Airwalk shoes. You guys know that they're uh, wider. I don't know. You know nobody, what I mean? Nobody wears Airwalk, dude. Come on. I don't. Whatever the kids. This is why I'm fucking old, right? But. I did I get a brand new pair of DCs just to, you know. You? But I bought some for my kid too, so it wouldn't seem too odd. I just I'm trying to help you. Enjoy. Who skates in tracksuits? I don't know that anybody's doing that. I don't that that might be looking forward. Okay, okay. I'm just trying to find a way to help you enjoy the things that you already like. Do find you, out if it's acceptable to still like them, and maybe maybe add new things. Do you think it would be weird if I built a launch ramp at the end of my driveway? No. All right. I think it'd be dope. I think it'd be awesome. Would you let me jump you? Yes. All right. On film, yeah, I'd let you video. Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> We'd have to have a pro next to us on a skateboard doing it properly. So in, in, in our in our absence, I realized, like, I was, I was having a – it wasn't that I didn't need to podcast because I didn't care about podcasting. It's just I found – like I said before, I was plugging the dam with, with – Okay, this, this, and this, and but the problem you was, had outlets. Yeah, I just I they will always come about. Well, that's some probably way, why we do it more in the winter because it's like the outlets dry up a bit. Like you're stuck indoors, so it's like we got to do something. I could see myself every single like. Let me just say, drawing on the chalkboard. Like my wife was like, I don't know why you. And I said because here's the thing, I turn on the music and I I haven't listened to music in years. It's been podcast for like the last since like 2010. Oh, okay. I sort of put music on the back burner and I listen to it, whatever, but not, I've been listening to podcasts ferociously since, like I said, like 2010. With that being said, I went back and I'm re-listening to all the stuff I used to listen to a long time ago. Again, but you wouldn't, but, you wouldn't find some new yeah. music and be like, this uh, is, uh. but the, when you're drawing, like for me, I like people paint or whatever, and um, I'm drawing it doesn't even matter what it is. The fact is, is it's the only time it's like meditation. It's honestly the only time where I'm not thinking of anything. I'm yeah. literally only thinking about what I'm drawing yeah. and concentrating on drawing. I'm not thinking about my day at work, what I have to do tomorrow. All other times of every other day, all mm-hmm. I'm thinking about is dreading. Like I have to go to the Sox game on Friday and I'm dreading it. I'm dreading driving to the Sox game. I'm Dreading watching oh, the stupid socks. I'm know. dreading paying money seventeen dollars for a beers. I'm dreading all of it. Mm-hmm. I just, I just, and the crowds. I hated every everything about it. Usually, if I found out I was going to go, I found out Monday, and ever since then, I've been like completely. It's funny how that mindless, mindless task stuff works. Like if it like drawing, 
like my son started doing these um these things called perler beads. They're like little pegboards and you put these little circular beads on them and when mm. you're done they're in the shape of like eight bit Nintendo characters. They're mm. like real um like primitive drawing and then you iron them and they glue together and uh we got him at a Comic Con a couple of years ago and he found a thing to make them. So he made these ones and they're really good and he he gave some to Santos, our buddy, uh and stuff like that. But I would find myself doing them and my wife would be like hey are you are you done making your like dumb little crafts or you know what i mean she'd get on me and I'd, i would lose myself in thought because i would go this is nice all i have to think about is this dumb mm-hmm. little mindless which takes you back to when we talked about craft you know the guy who was like uh what was he like digging on the side of your house and you're like dude maybe that guy's got it right like he's oh, just the there mailman. Yeah. was that was it the, no well my the mailman is one of my dream jobs or like mowing lawns or whatever the yeah, the, the mundane task not, is not like, landscaping because a little bit yeah no, mowing lawns though yeah just being a guy that goes from one yard to the next yard on a shut your truck brain and, off yeah. and just let it like and yeah especially like it's funny because you start you really remember uh, you start appreciating the mu- music you're listening to for the uh, its inspirational value. Like instead of it being background noise, you're like, oh, well, this song, like I'm thinking, what should I draw? What should I paint? What should I do? Whatever. Yeah, you got the artist bug, man. I, well, it was funny because I remember listening to some – or somebody was talking about uh, Chuck Palatnik, Chuck Palachuk, Chuck Palachuk, Chuck Palachuk, yeah. Chuk Uh And they were saying that he wrote one book and he was like – he listened to uh, – oh, my God. What is it? Um, Radiohead. Like this one Radiohead album over and over again while he wrote like mm. one specific book. And I thought to myself, like, that just seems like, I don't know how it's you weird. could, how could you do anything if you're listening to music, like writing, like you could draw if you're listening to music, but like, it just almost becomes like medit- meditative. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like you're listening to it and it's, it's definitely controlling what you're doing in your, your emotion on what you're doing. But I just never thought how could you write a book while listening to, to music? But I guess, like I said, eventually it just sort of like goes into the It pack. helps that he doesn't say a lot of like uh, understandable lyrics. <laughs> he just goes like... <laughs> him like or Paluchinik. Chinlachnik. <laughs> the fact that him and Palavechik both... Uh, yeah. Well, uh, Tom York does a lot of droning and the music just goes on. So I can see that at least like... But like you ever try to type something when like rap music or like something's playing with a lot of lyrics? It's, it's for me, it's impossible. Like I literally Funky cannot Comodana. do it. I can't do it. Yeah. Like it's impossible. Let me. We're we're winding down here, but and I know we we had talked about it, but it never went to air. But I think it's important that we do at least bring up this. Uh, you did. I asked you to see "Can't Buy Me Love." Mm-hmm. You saw "Can't Buy Me Love." Yeah. Yeah, I did. Are you trying to pull it back now? Yeah, I'm trying to remember. <laughs> I watched it. I was trying. I was, I was in my cup. I love when you review these movies, and this "Can't Buy Me Love" oh, again dude. is one of my favorites from the '80s. It it, it personifies it's the been '80s. A, it's been like a I month mean, and a half or something. Since I dude, saw it's it. been twenty years for yeah. me. So you know, well, probably not. I honestly <laughs> put it up there with Footloose. Really loved it. And your Footloose is like the it, it's the Footloose is grail. the gold standard. Yeah. But this is the gold standard for '80s movies that like that I missed going back, and I liked. It. Yeah, it's great. McDreamy, McDreamy's in it. I'll give you the quick yeah. recap. McDreamy is a nerdy, hardworking. That's Patrick Dempsey. Patrick, for anybody who doesn't McDreamy, watch uh, 
uh, no, Grey's Anatomy. Nobody knows Patrick Simmons. Okay. They all know McTreamy. <laughs> right. He's a nerdy, lawn-cutting, um, money-saving, responsible nerd who's not in the in crowd. Um, That's pretty much a nerd. And he saves a bunch of nerd. And he saves a bunch of money, and he wants to buy this super cool telescope so he can look at the moon. And right as he's about to purchase it, he looks over. The only guy in the 80s that was buying a telescope for legitimate <laughs> moon gazing. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't looking at it for, for boobs at all. Right. There was This is, is not like a, oh, what was the one with the bodyguard guy? My bodyguard? Yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, not like my bodyguard when they would all look through telescope to stare at boobies. Right. This was legit. He would cut lawns, and he would cut the lawns of the super hot um, blonde chick who had money and like shopped at Rodeo Drive or whatever the hell. And <laughs> and his mom or her mom, she stole a suede outfit and went to a party, and all these jocks were there. And one of the jocks spilled, bumped into her, or whatever, and spilled wine all over. So she went to. She was going to be in big trouble because she ruined this outfit. And as she was arguing with the owner of the shop, the guy's like, I can't do anything for you. I can't. You spilled wine. What am I going to do with this outfit? He took all that. Wait, 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 wait. No, no. Okay. I don't want to do this to you because it's funnier to let you just ramble on. But (laughs) she she stained her mom's dress and she went to take it to go to the store to see if somebody could get the stain out of her dress. And the guy's like, no, I can't get the stain out. But I do have that exact dress for you. But it's at this price tag, which was... Oh, yeah. Oddly enough, yeah, the yeah, same yeah. amount of money the yeah, nerdy yeah. guy had saved up for his telescope. Makes so more now he decides to propose this other. He goes, I can't fix it. That uh, this, that first suede is done. But you can buy another one the exact same. Obviously, she doesn't have the money. And replace it like a fish for your kid. And your mom won't even know. So he took all of his hard-earned lawn-cutting money. And uh, he, last minute, tells the telescope guy, kick rocks, pound sand. He runs over and he's like, I'll buy this suede outfit for you. And she's like, why would you do that? And he's like, you just got to pretend to be my girlfriend for a while. And she... I need you to be a prostitute on paper. Yeah. Yeah. He's like, "We basically, here's the thing. She's like, well, I'm not going to say I'm your girlfriend. He's like, you just have to hang out with me and say I'm cool. And this way, this enables him to walk a separate path through the school. Because one path is for losers and nerds and dorks. And there's a cool path. And it's his senior year. So he, he this is his devises plan to see how the other half lives for the senior year. Yeah, he's been living on the wrong side of the nerd fence for forever. So he gives her the, gives her the money to buy it and says, this is what you got to do for me. She honors her agreement, sort of, and walks through and she's like, yeah, this dude's cool. Instantly, all the, all the people are like, the girls are like, well, he must be, he must be something, right? He must be something. He must be a hot piece of something. This guy's a real hunk. That we're just not noticing because the hot chick's walking around. And all the guys are like, why are you hanging out with this loser? And she's like, no, I think he's kind of cute. He starts hot shot. Next thing you know, he's putting – Ripping the sleeves off his – He's ripping the sleeves off his shirt. He's putting pomade in his hair. He's slickering slot, snot on a doorknob. He's 80s out to the bone. Uh, he's, he's hobnobbing with all the cool kids. And eventually, he loses ties with his nerd friends. His nerd friends uh, – you know, he, he doesn't respect him anymore. He's too cool for them. And uh, I don't know. Should I go through the whole movie? Eventually, yeah, we, I mean, eventually, you're, all, you're, you're eventually he gets caught. There. He gets busted at a big party because this boyfriend who they always think is going to show up and date the hot chick finally does show up. Anyways, he gets busted. He gets called out on it. Turns out. Who, he, who gets busted? He gets busted. He gets busted. The nerd guy. It turns yeah. out that she Somebody, exposes she him says, for the fact that you're not really cool. She gets and, mad at him. He disses her at a party because he's making out with another chick. And then he's like, 
he re he's you know what he does she told him a poem in 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 privacy they got close while they were while they were doing their act they got close for real so she told him a poem that that she wrote and he recited it back to this girl while he's making out with her in the bathroom and nay i think maybe making love to her in the bathroom he comes that she heard it she gets mad she calls him on and says this is all an act and she, everyone now is like what you weren't really a cool person we thought you were a cool dude because she said you're a cool dude. She lied, so they all like you're a loser. So everyone thinks she's he's a loser. But she still gets to stay in the cool crowd, even though she duped all of her. She's friends grandfathered and, into the cool oh, yeah, crowd. Gotcha. Yeah, no, gotcha. she's in. So he gets cast off. She is the cool. Turns crowd. out they did form a bond during that time, and they end up. Uh, so they get together. At the end they rode a lawnmower with her with a cowboy hat together. Yeah, he puts a so cowboy I think hat that's on. He symbolic picks up of the lawnmower. fact that they have children. And he's like, I'm pretty sure. He's like, let's go look at the moon. You can tell me those poems and stuff. But Lost in all my details that I gave you is a really good movie. And, and I liked it because it had a, a legit, a legit story. Mm. Can't buy me love. Still. How what, many chocolate shakes would you give? Mm, now that I recall it, now that I explained it, I think I just dropped the chocolate shake off. Because it seemed cool when I watched it. I was drinking a lot. But now when I explained the plot, I go, I was going to give it five chocolate shakes. I give it three and a half chocolate shakes. Really? Is, yeah, three and a half is pretty good. Three and a really? half is pretty good. Yeah. Because I liked it. I liked it. But, dude, they had, like, the jocks were extra jockey. They're like, that's all we do is play One football. One of them was Rico Suave. Yeah. He's like, oh, was it yeah. Gerardo yeah. or whatever? Yeah. Well, he, he earned it. He earned every spot. He got, uh, oh, what the hell else are we going to say about that movie? I he did know. a cool dance. You forgot that he he was he copied oh, the, I forgot the African the dance, dance and led the entire prom in a uh, a symbolic uh, rate, mating ritual. Of there was some a dance African... coming up, and his brother accidentally put PBS on, so he learned every step of this African uh, instead of American Bandstand, which we yeah. thought he was watching. Yeah, I give it three and a half. I give it three and a half uh, chocolate shakes. He All was right. in with the cool crowd. I liked it. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. It was no Footloose, but it was enjoyable. But the reason this came up is because I was like, why would Jeff – no. It wasn't <laughs> Jeff Bezos, was it? Who? Who was that Bezos? It was the Amazon guy. Who? What the, Amazon? the Amazon dude. I think that's that worth is like eight bajillion dollars. I think that's his name. But it wasn't him. It was uh, the guy who makes the cars. Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. He had a girlfriend. He was dating some pop singer. And the reason this all got started is because I was like, why would he ever, ever be like – yeah, I'm in a serious relationship, or I have a girlfriend, or why would he ever? They be... heard that one because that did go out. We did get that. Yeah, window. but 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 I'm saying like okay. my point was why would he ever be like? Mm, I like the way things are going, but I think I'd like to put myself in a spot where I have to be more accountable, and someone might get my things. Uh I still stick to that. Even watching Can't Buy Me Love, I still understand. I disagree with Patrick Dempsey, McDreamy. You can buy love, and I think he was on the right path. He just took it too far. He didn't balance his life properly. Since that happened, uh, the prince got married. Prince, Henry? one of them, Charles, Henry, Henry. See the redhead one? Uh, yeah, I think super so. duper redhead. <laughs> we need. We don't know. The ginger married someone named Meghan Markle, who it turns out is biracial. I didn't know that the whole time. I'm like, you know. I was like, I was like, what's everybody so up in arms about? What's the problem? And they're like, oh, she's half black. And I was like, I don't believe that for a second. But in <laughs> to, to, to put a pin on it, what I would like to say is not only should Elon Musk not try to find a girlfriend, if you're Prince, whichever one of the princes <laughs> it was, why? I don't know, but she's She's a delight. She's yeah. lovely. His bride is lovely, but not, not as lovely as being royalty and being able to do what you want. 
Right. So not, in, in, in summation, not even... Okay, well, let me ask you this. No, but not even McDreamy could convince me McNerdy, that it's a good idea. Do you... The one thing I would say about this movie is I could see this actually happening. It can buy you love. He just he made a fatal I error. I think the with the way they wrote this movie, which is probably there's probably like ten other movies that were before it were like the same theme. Yeah. Um, but I think they did it right because I I think you could absolutely you know this girl's in a position where she's like I'm in big trouble. I don't have eleven hundred dollars, and all I really have to do is make pretend that you're cool and have you hang around with me. And it's really light work for her. There's mm-hmm. really no heavy lifting at all. Yeah, um, she didn't have to make a video. She or just anything. basically has to. She's like, I've attained this much, you know, popularity, and because of that, whatever I say is cool. Is cool. People just just they go, oh, I guess she says it's cool, so it's cool. So really, for her, what what's the risk? The risk of falling in love, I guess, right? And then having yeah. her own heart broken yeah. by the guy, this guy who you didn't know you were gambling with your heart, did you? <laughs> yep. So, but I I go back and I say like. Uh, he made a fatal error, and and money can buy you love, and I think it should more often than it does. Okay, you can paint me as the bad guy, but I think money could, without a doubt, money without can buy doubt. love and peace. Yeah, as long as Easily. you keep as long, but not not a one time investment. <laughs> that's where his where not, the error in his way time. was. Well, that's what I'm saying. He made the one time investment and thought that was going to get him. Yeah, through the entire year, and it's he like to have you made a, a down payment on some love. She should have. He <laughs> should have waited until she bought another one of her mom's outfits, spilled wine on that one, and been like, "How's four hundred dollars now?" Because now you're in. A, now you have some bargaining chips. I also feel like he should have negotiated having her dress in the outfit for him at least once. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I got to, you know, I'll say no to none of that. <laughs> I mean, I feel like he was a terrible negotiator. Although he got what he wanted, so it worked out. He was pretty smart when at first she was like, "I'm not going to do that," and he's like, "Fine, I'll just take my money. Let me go get that telescope." But he right. walked away. He did. It was a good like. Uh, but he was wearing a beret, so I don't know how much hand he really had there. Like, but enough, enough. He convinced her to do it. Yeah, so he did. What else shook, could they he shook could... on it? Yeah, I mean, he could have got more out of the deal. Yeah, without a doubt, as you're saying, yeah, without a doubt. I mean, like, but he was we, a good, decent go human being. Yeah, he was a good, decent human being. But but he he let it, he he let it get away from him. So yeah, that's all. I, I hate to end on a somber note. What what else you got to say? I mean, oh, um, well, this is not somber. But I I thought about this. I heard a few people mention it this week. This is really weird and off the wall and small and not a big deal. But I don't give a damn about Kit Kat rules. You know how people say, like, oh, you got to break each piece off? No one really says that. Yeah, they do. They're like, oh, I've heard several people make the easy joke, like, oh, you're crazy if you just eat your Kit Kat like normal if you don't break it off. Guess what? Ever since I heard that, I've been eating them wrong on purpose. I've been eating them wrong and hoping people see me. Like, I'll roll the window down and I'll be like, chomp, chomp, chomp. I'll eat it down the middle. This isn't real. Like, this isn't real arguments that you've had, is it? Are you just saying Not real arguments, but I've heard people say it. See, how are you supposed to eat it? By breaking it in half You're supposed to break a piece off. Yeah, I mean, that would make sense because it's perforated. Yeah, it's perforated for a reason. Right. But (laughs) since I didn't appreciate the push for using the perforations, I now just gnaw like the cookie monster right down the middle. I go diagonal and (laughs) I just throw the other, the pieces, the pieces that I don't eat on my initial chomp through run, I throw away. Yeah. Here's, here's, here's that. So, (laughs) I I was eating a Kit Kat not so long ago and I, 
literally got upset because I remember people saying like, oh, you have to use a perforation. So I ate it improperly, threw part of it away, and I wrote it down on my phone. I was like, you can't tell me how to eat a Kit Kat. You know, now I'm thinking about it. I don't know that I've ever eaten it but one way. You've perforated, right? Of course, because I'm not an animal. You know what you do is you've you've been you've been following the rules. In that, yeah, yeah, you're I just have. a puppet. You're a Kit Kat puppet. Eating it the way they tell you to eat it, man. Well, you know, whatever, man, whatever. Oh, also, um, I mean, like I've got on, I've been on Facebook for like a year now, hmm. and like I've told you, I'm susceptible. Starting starting to get those anniversary notifications. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> I told, I'm I'm susceptible to like when people when people offer me things that. I go, oh, yeah, I do need, like, I need to learn about intermittent fasting. And, like, I'll be trying to watch a video, and the next guy will be like, hey, man, uh, I'll give you these three tips no one's ever told you, and this will get you shredded by, like, yeah, we've, we've by, the, by yeah. beach season. I'm like, that's today, dude. Beach season is right now. And they're like, bro, four days, we'll have you looking just like Brad Pitt. I'm like, shit, he knew exactly what I needed to hear. Anyways, I got really mad about this because I started, like, I'll, usually I'll wait till it says skip ad, and I'll go mm-hmm. through it. But uh, every once in a while, because I'm a sucker, I'll go, well, this guy's speaking a lot of truth. He's making a lot of sense. You know, he's wearing a hoodie with no sleeves on. He must know what he's talking about. Um, I don't appreciate the way uh, – picture this in your mind. When a dude has big arm muscles, how do they expl- – what are their arms doing while they explain things to you? I mean, I would like think if, like how are they holding their – Like have you ever seen a dude with big arm muscles just – Hold his hands at his side. No elbows and are use always his words in. to explain. No, in, and so yeah, they look. So he can either point and like they're a, cuffed. His hands right. are cuffed, like yeah. like showing you, like I could cuff you with these hands. Mm. And then when they make a point, they go like this, like yeah, I'm like an axe chopping. They go like this, like they're talking like this is the three simple rules I need for you. This and, and we're making sure. these meals, these meal plans. They're flexing. Accentuate the positive. They're flexing the entire time they talk to me. Well, listen, I see through it. I see what you're doing. I don't. I'm not stupid. I don't appreciate it. I would like you to talk to me with your with your arm muscles. I would like you to like like I would say Barry Sanders to score a touchdown and just toss the football to the ref. Why don't you do that with your arm muscles? Just wear a normal shirt and then be like, when and, are and you- I can, then I can tell you like. I noticed that guy means what he says because he's got big arm muscles and he didn't need to. When are you going to start off. crossfitting? Oh, I'm not doing that. I, I mean, I cannot believe that you. That this is like Jiu-Jitsu. the one thing you haven't done yet. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't. I mean, jujitsu is not going to do anything except for. I mean, I guess in the same vein, I go like, do a lot. My wife's like, so you're skateboarding now. Where's that going to take you? Like, what's the end game? Or you, you know, you're not going to be competing in the X Games. Yeah. And I say for like jujitsu, you're going to be rolling around in somebody's basement or some dojo somewhere, and then what? You're gonna, you think you're going to be, you're going to stay in as long until you get a black belt? No. What what do you do? One You're not, far more manic than I am. One does I, I, not have to complete the warrior's journey to to uh, embark upon it. Ah. Okay, but are you going to seek out Brazilian jiu-jitsu black what if belts I just, to what if teach I got a you? Or are you just a couple in? guys that like to roll around that, that, that quote-unquote know Brazilian jiu-jitsu? What if I got in just far enough to just know just what I'm tip? doing? Just a tip? Just a tip, yeah. I mean, just a, I just need the tip. Could. What if I just but just again, the tip you, of a white belt? Are you going to be rolling with people who are proficient in Brazilian well, look, jiu-jitsu? Why play guitar? Because you'll never be Ingve Molmstein. Well, right, but you you're also never going to get the opportunity to train with Ingve. Why Malmsteen? make popcorn you, if you're never going to be Orville Redenbacher? All I'm asking you is the, the the people you're choosing to train with are they 
brown or black belts? Why or are they just other guys? Rice if you're not going to be, are Uncle they ben? just other guys who like Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and are doing their bastardized version of what they? Why think does it have to be bastardized? Why do you have to shit on it right away? I'm not. I'm asking you. No, I'll go to a respectable spot. I'm saying, but are, are, like, are these people? Like are these people garage. formerly formally trained Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu yeah. players? Yeah, I would only go to like a legit place. I think you're going to an actual dojo. Or whatever they I call haven't it. gone to even one. That's what yet. you're. I'm saying that's your plan, because yeah. I know initially mm-hmm. you talk about like a club of people that you oh, know. Oh no, no. I won't okay, that's what I was. That's where I was. Oh going. yeah. No, I'm never going to be great. But my thing is, how like, do you I know? Just, um, you could I'm, be. Remember that, that movie about the, great. Well, the movie about that football player or pitcher or whatever he was. That, that, what about that, when Mark Wahlberg just joined the Eagles? He's like a walk-on. <laughs> remember? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That movie. Yeah. Or when Sandra Bullock hung out with that big lineman. Yeah, uh, no, I mean, she you know, adopted he was like, him. He was like on her blind side and right. stuff. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, that is ep- <laughs> that's episode one seventy eight of the podcast. Hopefully, right now I'm going to press stop. We're going to have all this information here, and I'm just going to I'm just going to put it out. I'm Good not, luck even, with I'm not that. even going to edit it. So. No, don't edit it. Goodbye. Well, I mean, later. <laughs>